The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. Good morning. It is Sunday. It is February 21st. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Coming up, Annex Executive. It's a special program we have today. We're going to talk about NUA. Ask Annex is on the way. We're checking in with Brian Fiore, Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management in Naples. And I want to remind you, quickly, coming up on Wednesday, our next webinar is called Investigating Municipal and Corporate Bonds. Know the difference. Details at AnnexWealth.com slash events. My name is Danny Clayton. Todd Voigt is our Chief Investment Strategist, Annex Wealth management good morning good morning and hey dave spano president and ceo annex wealth management good morning to you i think i'm going to be able to get out and play golf today in southwest florida gorgeous day and some really good days coming up as well and a lot of good news as well i saw that the markets flip-flopped around this week but the dow ended up just slightly up and the s p 500 just slightly off fractionally but there was a lot of news that we're paying attention to and vaccination news as well let's start with the retail sales that we saw yeah retail sales came out on a kind of a blowout 5.3% versus consensus 1.1. Good sign. Um, A lot of that might be from stimulus, but we'll take it. And um, it should continue as we head into the uh, warmer months and activity picks up. And not only that, uh, probably more stimulus is coming. Obviously, we know that $1.9 trillion is on the table. And uh, on Friday, uh, President Biden was talking about the number of vaccines that could get distributed yet this quarter and then early into the second quarter. And what we saw on Friday afternoon was the reopen trade start to get momentum again. So with all of that, we're seeing a lot of good things. And here in southwest Florida, we pay attention to things like home sales, existing home sales uh, report came out this week. Yeah, it was on par, but still 23% higher than the last year. And that's, uh, that area, that market's on fire. Um, what I think will probably bring it under control a bit is the increased cost and in particular, lumber prices skyrocketing. So those rising prices might slow down that overheated market. Yeah, and we'll have to watch because the demand is so high. You know, you talk about the retail sales up 5.3%. That's without gas and without auto sales. And we know that gas is going up uh, because what's happening around the country, and you saw that, of course, Danny, and everything that happened in Texas. You know, everybody is kind of upset about us in Florida because we're the one warm spot in the whole country. Did you see the map? I did. <laughs> they hate, hate Florida Day. Yeah, right. right the whole country was uh, freezing except for Florida. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry, not sorry. But uh, yeah, 5.3% retail sales were up without gas and auto. And you talk about input costs and things like building homes. And of course, those costs are going up. But as long as interest rates stay low, the demand could be here. And we know that uh, what Janet Yellen had spoke about is that rates are going to stay long as well as what the Treasury is doing as well. Both of those things mean that rates will stay low. Well, they're going to try to keep rates low on the short end, of course. On the long end, the pressure is for rates to go higher. Now, that's a function of two things, higher inflation or higher real rates. Higher real rates are good for the market. That'll be a reflection of stronger economic growth. Higher inflation is going to be from the stimulus spending, higher retail sales, the demand side of inflation, and then 
you've got the supply side and increased costs. And now remember, inflation can be an okay thing for risk assets. In other words, equities can do well with inflation. Todd Voigt, Chief Investment Strategist at Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano, President and CEO at Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference? It is one team, one plan, one fee. We're talking about one team that handles investment and retirement planning and tax planning and estate planning. One plan. It's a complete plan built for you and your situation. And one fee, the most important thing, we're a fee-only fiduciary. The website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Back in a bit, this is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management? N-U-A. What is it? How does it impact clients who are business executives? Brandon Lehman is a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, and he works with a number of business executives. In fact, you've heard him before speaking about Annex Executive, which is a program designed for executives and the unique needs and challenges. Welcome back. Danny, it's great to be here. Okay, take me to school. What is a definition of N-U-A? All right, so let's start at the beginning. Net unrealized appreciation. What it is, if you work for a corporation and have the ability to own stock inside your 401k, well, you have a qualifying event. What does that mean? You retired, you were let go, 59 and a half, and then you take that stock and everything in your 401k, lift it up and move it out. But the stock now gets to go into what they call a brokerage account. And there's a lot of tax advantages written into this. And it's it's a very specific process that can be extremely important to a financial plan. Would somebody have that larger block of their own company stock as part of their compensation? Yes, but in a 401k, not always. If you think about some of the corporations we have here, folks have worked them a very long time, some of the publicly traded. And from an early age, we're told, buy the company stock, buy the company stock. Well, where was the best place to do it? It was in the 401k through those contributions. So that's what they started to do. So over 30 years, they accumulated all this company stock of great local companies. Section 402E4 of the IRS tax code plays a prominent role, and I can see you nodding, so you know what that is. Yeah, it's it's important that this gets into, okay, what does the IRS say you can do and how can you do it? You are allowed to take the stock out of the 401k and put it in a non-tax sheltered account layman's terms, no pun intended, you're putting into a brokerage account or a joint account, individual account at, let's say, TD Schwab or Fidelity. Again, the triggering event is the key that revolves around all of this. Then the way the code works is, and this is getting somewhat heavy, but what's important to understand is, let's just use raw numbers. You put in 3000 but now it's worth 100 and you move that stock over, you have to pay taxes on that cost basis. That's what's so important in understanding how that works. Let's talk about the two stages where stock shares would be distributed within that NUA. Yep. So the first is you transfer them and it has to be in kind. Again, there's there's all these languages and let's just take a step back. That's why you work with somebody when you do this. It's not something that you potentially want to go and try and do on your own because if there's a misstep or an issue, there could be a tax liability. You got to move in kind. Then you move in kind and now you have that stock sitting there. You pay taxes on the cost basis. If cost basis was $3, that difference, now you can sell at long-term capital gains rates, which is huge. So if you have a plan where you have no non-qualified assets right now, but you're early retiring and you can't access your 401k or you don't want to access the IRA dollars, well, now you've created a bucket that's taxed at a lower rate that fits perfectly into your plan. It's all these different things that working with a wealth management firm and a wealth manager and annex is helpful on. 
talking about NUA with Brandon Lehman. What's the window? Do you have to fast track something like this? You don't, but what's important is when you decide to do this, besides the trigger and event, it all has to be done within one year. You have to get it done. So if, if you move the stock, let's say in March, by the end of the year, you have to move that entire 401k. So what's the right way to navigate it? So you really should sit down with somebody who knows what they're doing, who's done these things before, because not only are there a lot of nuances, and you can talk to some of our client service managers who have dealt with it, it's making sure we make the right transaction at the right time, move it. But there's other things to be very aware of. Sometimes it might say you own company stock, but you don't. You own a company class share. So it's almost like a mutual fund of company shares, but not the actual stock. So that's something you should talk to your HR about, human resources, your team at work to see, do I truly own the common shares, as they're called, or do I own something else inside this 401k? Can somebody get to a low or no taxation spot? It is possible depends on how you move the shares out, how you look at the shares. You look for those higher cost bases, so the spread is is pretty low. And then the thing to be extremely cognizant of is that cost basis can be taxable, but there's also private letter rulings out there that maybe we've talked about before. Again, getting heavy, but can be extremely important. That's why you need a team on your side. Talking about NUA with Brandon Lehman, any other things to watch out for? I think you just have to have a strategy and you have to have a plan because sometimes it doesn't make sense. You know, we have talked internally here as we do coaching and we continue to educate ourselves, you know, what is the right balance? Is it if my cost basis is a third of the overall value, if it's a half, if it's a quarter? We're, and really, frankly, it comes down to your financial plan. What makes sense in your planning for retirement? Do you do the NUA? Do you not? All of that is a discussion, and it involves a whole host of people from obviously your work, obviously your financial planner, your wealth manager, and the tax team. So at Annex, you have all of that. You can sit down at Annex, and you can talk to everyone. Everyone can come in and talk to you and explain what's going on and guide you through this process step by step. And the beauty is we've done so many here, and we've utilized a term called Frank Duke, which is a whole other conversation, to really take advantage of and help our clients out. If you're a business executive, you'd like to know more about the Annex Executive Program, feel free to reach out to Brandon Lehman. He's a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Brandon, thank you for your time. Thanks, Danny. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're going to be back in a bit on 92.5 Fox News. Has the relationship with your financial advisor changed? It was great at first, but now you never hear from them unless they've got something to sell. Or once you learn about conflicts of interest, excessive fees, or a lack of resources. Annex Wealth Management is different. We provide comprehensive investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning using our team built to serve. We're experienced, we're local, we're ready, and most importantly, we're a fee-only fiduciary. Meet the challenges this year with a partner acting in your best interest. AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Well, it's that time of the show that we do Ask Annex. We're all ears at Annex Wealth Management. And I'll tell you this about Ask Annex. You don't have to be a client to ask a question. We want the conversation to be back and forth. You can do that at AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask button. We get a bunch. We get back to everybody. And some of them wind up on the radio, like this one from Alex. What will the Fed do if inflation rises? Now, remember, the Fed has what's called a dual mandate. In other words, 
two jobs. One of them is to keep us at full employment or the best that they can get towards that number. The second is to control inflation. We're all in this room old enough to remember the inflation that happened in 1980 and 1981. That's not what we're concerned about. The Fed now has a target that they've called a symmetrical 2%. In other words, a little above it or a little below it, but at 2%. But this is something, Derek, they've been working at for more than a decade. They're essentially banking that any inflationary moves from here are going to be short-lived. A little over a year ago, we shut the economy down. Oil prices collapsed. Prices generally collapsed all over the place. So the year-over-year comps are going to be a lot easier, and that's the baseline. And Chairman Powell said that basically he's going to look at any increases against that baseline as unlikely to be sustainable. So that means that if we cannot get to 2%, what more can they do? Now, remember, the Fed is printing dollars like you would not believe. In fact, you know, we talked about this last week again, but it is worth repeating about the U.S. dollar. Right. I mean, 40% of the U.S. dollars ever printed were printed uh, in 2020, which is just a shocking number. The M2 money supply up 26% annualized. So it's fair to say that people are starting to worry about this a little bit, percentage of money that has remained in the banking system and where that could go of a velocity or increase. So clearly watching the Fed and watching interest rates and inflation are something that are a daily and weekly focus of our investment committee. Next question is from Andy. Can an average investor participate in a SPAC? Could you explain that? What's a SPAC? Special Purpose Acquisition Company, and it is all of the rage on Wall Street these days. I call it speculation. Actually, I call it that, and you just ripped that off. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, what basically a SPAC is formed to potentially acquire another company. Uh, So generally speaking, the bigger the SPAC, the better, because they've got more resources, therefore more potential candidates. You want to examine the partner. Uh, Typically, you'd like to get in around the initial offering at ten, and the key there is when the. Let me just jump in. So all of these SPACs come out at ten dollars per share, and then it's a blank check, and they're supposed to go out and find a company to buy and then take it public and then it goes from $10 to whatever the market says. Right. And the danger is that after they do a deal, you as an original owner have the option of returning those shares at 10 bucks plus interest, but you do get a warrant. So you do get some value in exchange. So you got to be really careful because after these deals are announced, many times they're redeemed, which pushes the price down after the initial enthusiasm of the deal being announced. Right. And so some of these people think that's a no-lose proposition because they're going to get what they put back in, but just wait. Just move slowly on You've seen this movie before? Yes. Uh, Next up is from Aaron. What's your opinion on having a portion of my portfolio invested in commodities, copper or even lumber? Do you see the lumber prices? Yeah, they're going through the rough and there's a way to do that. I don't know if that would buy them uh, directly, but there's there's ETFs, there's mutual funds, there's ways. When you build a portfolio, there's equities, there's bonds, there's cash, and often there's alternatives. This is one of those alternatives. And then last, this one's from Carl. How long does it take to become a client, including paperwork and transfers? And so what we do is when people come in and want us to take a look at it, if they decide to move forward, we fill out the paperwork. We can send that through a a secure site. You can docu-sign it. You can turn around and send it back. And remember, if you become a client, we don't sell everything. We take everything over in kind and then work through every position one by one to say, what should we own? What should we sell? And what else should we do moving forward? And that's the best way to go forward. Because some of your stuff might be making sense. Yeah, some of the stuff that comes in, they, you know, not everything that everyone bought is a bad idea. And be careful when you go to an investment firm and they say, we're going to sell everything. Remember the tax ramification and the fact that there is an alternative way to move forward.
That's Ask Annex got one for us. Head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask button. If we can help you, like Carl, head to AnnexWealth.com and uh, click that Get Started button. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Brian Fiore jumps on with us. He is Branch Director at Annex Wealth Management Naples. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Danny. We're back for part two of our Money Moves series. Ten money moves you might want to consider in the ten years before you retire. Let's go through the final five. And first one is review your investment portfolio. Yeah, so uh, in life, things things change as you go. As you get close to retirement, you generally have less time to grow assets and things like that. So the markets and investments have less time to make up for bad choices or not good choices. So basically, as you get close to retirement, you want to make sure you're more on plan. What is your financial plan as far as uh, what your needs are and near-term liquidity and growth-seeking assets versus safety-seeking assets? And have the appropriate mix because when you're 40, it's not the same thing as when you're 60 or 65 or 70, obviously. I can confirm. Okay. Next up is plan ahead (laughs) for taxes. Yeah. So this is one of my favorite discussions with folks because I'm not an expert. I know a lot, but we, we have a tax planning team that I learn from all the time, especially when you're a higher income earner or you build a bigger nest egg, there's going to be more things that you need to think about if you would like to keep more of your money instead of pay more in taxes with your money. So there's going to be Medicare premiums that matter. There's going to be RMD, required minimum distribution from your IRAs. They're going to be uh, seeking to optimize Social Security and taxation on that. Usually, there's a shift. If you're earning more when you work and you're paying taxes on your income, then a 401k or IRA contributions make more sense because you get tax deductions or tax benefits for doing that. So you pay less taxes when you're making higher amounts of money. And a Roth IRA at that point, you may not be able to use a Roth 401k may not make as much sense. But when you retire and if your income comes down, then actually you're shifting over to saying, all right, now how can I get more money into those tax-free vehicles like Roth IRAs and things like that? So there's definitely shifts in, in planning to be made in that area as well. You touched on it a little bit. One thing you definitely want to have is making sure that your health care costs are covered. Yeah, I think um, this goes along with when people say, are the markets too high to invest or I'm scared and things like that. It also goes along with what's, what's your six month or one year cushion money, emergency fund, and if things go wrong fund. And that includes health care costs. Can you self-insure your future with your nest egg and have enough money or do you need to plan for that? Do you need to look at some sort of insurance help, long-term care insurance help? Most people know what a health savings account is. So that's like one of the the times in life that Congress kind of lost their mind. They made something so tax friendly and tax deductible and tax beneficial that if if you can take advantage of a health savings account, that's about the best thing you can do as a person that you know in that situation. So there's a lot of things to think about there, and and that's what you know the financial planning and and reviewing if long term care makes sense to you or not, or things like that. Annex Wealth Management Show 92.5 Fox News with Brian Fiore, Branch Director, Annex Wealth Management Naples. Part two of a two part series about money moves to consider in the decade before you retire. We're now up to aim to be debt-free. Is that possible? Uh, I hope so, right? I, I know people got to feel like having debt that is not constructive for them is kind of like a drag on them, a big liability. So if the debt isn't prosperous for you or you're making investments from it and things like that, and it's more of mortgages or credit cards or things that you owe, and there's no benefit to it, then yeah, if you can work that out in your plan and reduce those as much as possible, give yourself the gift of being debt-free when you retire, I think uh, everybody would be happier with that for sure. Okay, and our final one is think about what could go wrong. Yeah, some of the things we get to do as 
fiduciary financial planning, you know, working with our clients is ask questions about, right? So let's say you lost your job, unfortunately. And well, with things like happened this past year, things obviously can go wrong. So how, how much of a cushion do you have? How prepared are you for the next year or two if your income completely stops or changes and you have to pivot and you have to adjust? And then what's going to get you between here and, you know, Medicare and, and different age times in your in your life and different ages, things like that. There's questions to ask and all different types of things. So if you're incapacitated, you know, who's going to make choices for you? Your spouse becomes incapacitated or both of you. What does that look like? Who's going to have a burden? Who who would you like to have the burden? Who's capable of having the burden or liability to, to make choices for you? Things like that as well. It can be um, overwhelming, but you can have a partner with Annex Wealth Management. We do investment and retirement planning, tax planning and estate planning, full service wealth management experience, and we are a fee-only fiduciary. That is important. Head to AnnexWealth.com, click that Get Started button. Brian Fiore is our branch director at Annex Wealth Management Naples. Sure appreciate you jumping on today. Thanks, Brian. Thank you, Danny. Good to speak with you as always. Quick break. We're going to be back to wrap things up. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Has the relationship with your financial advisor changed? It was great at first, but now you never hear from them unless they've got something to sell or once you learn about conflicts of interest excessive fees or lack of resources annex wealth management is different we provide comprehensive investment retirement tax and estate planning using our team built to serve we're experienced we're local we're ready and most importantly we're a fee-only fiduciary meet the challenges this year with a partner acting in your best interest annexwealth.com click the get started button Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. We are back. Quick reminder, investigating municipal and corporate bonds. Our next Know the Difference webinar happens Wednesday, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Details at AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Events tab. We also have a Women and Wealth series that will be popping up starting in April, I'm pretty sure. Uh, really, really good topics led by Dan Phillips from our, our Director of Client Learning and Development. So keep an ear on the radio for that. I'm Danny Clayton. Todd Voigt is here. He's Chief Investment Strategist at Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano is President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Thanks, Danny. You know, often during the week, we have people who come into our Naples office from all over Southwest Florida and say, look at my portfolio. I've done okay. I've had these tech stocks or whatever it is, and I've done okay, but I am slightly concerned that we're going to get a correction. We talk about, Todd, is you can stay invested, but there's a way to mitigate your risk as well. Well, for sure. Um, And most investors in individual stocks are long-term investors anyway. However, with a with a valuation of market where it's at and, and people recognizing how stretched and you just have to look at a, a chart of your own stocks and see that they're pretty stretched. So if you do get concerned, I mean, you can use stop orders, you can use put options to protect. And there's some other many ways to, to do that. You can formalize an actual transaction to sell by limit order and, and a variety of things. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we do is when we go through those portfolios, we say, you know, maybe your asset allocation has gotten out of whack because stocks have done so well. So you might have went in this thing thinking you had a 60-40 portfolio. Stocks have done so well, and now you're at 70-30 or 80-20, and now you've got your outside of your risk parameter. And so we look at portfolios and say, is it a time to trim or rebalance? And those are the kind of conversations that yeah, we have. Yeah, and, and the first thing I I look at is cost basis on the stocks and the gains. And the, to make it a tax-efficient change or reduction as much as possible. So 
uh, as not to produce a tax bill for the client. But there's ways to do that. Yeah, there is. And, you know, all of the stuff that we're talking about, and there's so much going into it. And you look at what are the stimuluses. Well, we do know for sure that we have fiscal stimulus and more fiscal stimulus is coming. $3.3 trillion with another $1.9 trillion on the table. And then monetary stimulus with interest rates staying low, despite the fact that we're looking at almost $30 trillion of debt in this country, which probably means that rates will stay low. But with all of those inputs saying, where do I go from here? Well, what you should do is if anything that we said today makes sense, there is, you can go through this process. And what we'll do is we'll say, these are the stocks or investments that you should hold. These are the ones that you might consider selling, or these are some other ideas to buy. And that is this portfolio review that we do. And I know you hear that from other places, but you need to get that from a fee-only fiduciary. And that is really important, as well as we have tax planners, CPAs, estate planning lawyers, that is all on staff. That is significantly different than what you can get from other advisors. So if you're interested, there's a way to get started, Danny. Sure. You head to our website. You can do it on a Sunday morning. It's AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. We always invite you to spend some time on the website. Read our Know the Difference checklist. We really believe that that is important. When we say Know the Difference, we're talking about one team, one plan, and one fee. Barron's top advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300. We're on the list for the Top 100 wealth managers, but most importantly, as Dave mentioned, we are a fee-only fiduciary partner. One last uh, reminder, Wednesday, our next webinar, Investigating Municipal and Corporate Bonds, Know the Difference, 5 o'clock. Details at AnnexWealth.com slash events. For Todd Voigt, our Chief Investment Strategist, and Dave Spano, our President and CEO, we will see you next week. Have a great Sunday. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.